Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. So, five foods that you are not a fan of that is made exclusively during the winter holiday season. Once That's again, a difficult one, man, because I don't know five foods that are just exclusive to the holiday season. Oh, oh, there are plenty out there. No, and I said the winter holiday season. So none of this 4th of July shit, none of that, you know, Easter stuff. Only Thanksgiving and whatever type of Christmas you celebrate in December. Because Whatever you know. type of Christmas you celebrate. Wow. That's, you said whatever that's type of Christmas. <laughs> There's only one holiday you just celebrated differently. I mean, Hanukkah is just a Jewish Christmas. Kwanzaa, African Christmas. <laughs> Man, that that was the most racist thing you've ever said. <laughs> it's like you racist, you a bigot. You just like Archie Bunker right now, man. It did not mean to come out that way. Kind of, hey, it doesn't matter. It's on. It's on wax. But it now. did come out that way. So it is what it is. We all we all know what I'm talking and about. And it's the same dude with scared. Somebody gonna come to his door and get him. Whether you have your Santa Christmas, your Jesus Christmas, your Jews Christian, your African Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> quasi ain't nothing but Black Christmas. <laughs> y'all so wrong. You said it. You said it. (laughs) Y'all can let it go now. No, we can't. It's okay. It's like 12. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning what's up what's up gentlemen and ladies how are we doing today in the World Wide Web? Once again, this is my man, me, Ruben. And this is 5-Minute Warning. That sounded so jacked up as I said it. I wasn't going to say anything. I was thinking something I else. Wanted to say something, so right? He's just laughing. Yeah. He still wants to say something. <laughs> I got nothing, man. Y'all, y'all good. You got plenty. I mean, you just don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If, if, it, if I did it right every week, then it'd just be boring. Or just be right. And that'd I mean, be a better show is what it'd be. But I'm just saying. I know. Uh, 
I, th- I, I mean, it's just like The Simpsons. Every time they get on the couch, it's a different way. Every time we open a show, it's a different way. So, you know, we'll, we'll do what we got to do. But welcome to a new episode of the 5-Minute Warning. I am Ruben Brown, of course. I am the captain of this ship who leads you into territories where, you know what, you may not want to go, but once you're there, you can't get out. And of course, my shipmates with me. We got on the ones and twos, AG. I already made these. What's going on with the ship thing, right? I mean, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think of pirate. I wouldn't think of pirate ship, but okay, I can, I can well, make, I can make with that. I mean, I on mean, this show, it might be a slave ship. Uh, I, whoa, just saying. All right, all right, public enemy can't trust it. Just saying. Man. So they pack us in like sardines. Just saying. <laughs> And then we have Moby with the Walmart cup. Look at me. I am the captain. That's right. <laughs> My man. That's right. I love that part. <laughs> ah. Wow. I don't know what they're really saying right now. Once again, we are three minutes in and we are off the rails. But hey, that's what we do. We are off the rails because if we were on the rails, nobody would watch us. But how's everybody doing out there tonight? Good. I mean, I'm here. All right. How you doing? It'll get better. It'll get better. It'll get better. Yeah. I mean, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Oh, I'm good, man. I mean, you know, just sitting here, you know, watching another Washington win and just hoping we can continue this stuff and, you know. Actually, I do have something. Again. I do have something to say. Um, I've been checking out this show called Yellowstone and it's dope. And I noticed something about myself as I'm watching it. And I think I, the, one of the reasons I like it so much is it, because it's between white folks and Indians. It gives me a break from black folks and against everybody, against the world. And I think I enjoy the show a lot more because we're not involved. Is that crazy? I mean, possibly. Okay. I had to put it out there. I mean, I mean, I really, mean, the fight is between a whole lot of brown people and white people at certain levels. You and just trade one indigenous group for another. We're not indigenous, man. Depend on who's talking about it. Okay. Anyway, like I said, it's really, it was really funny. I was sitting there watching it and I was like, it was relaxing because I don't have a dog in a fight. But anyway, great show though. I mean... Kiefer Sutherland. Is it Kiefer Sutherland? No. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. I mean, look, I'm just going to be honest about it. I don't really have any issue with Kevin Costner except for Waterworld. Because <laughs> that, that shit was We all have an bad. issue with him for that. <laughs> that shit was terrible. It really was. <laughs> and it shouldn't have been made. And Well, he was coming off of some big movies, so it was going to get made. But you know, he also was in Dancing with Wolves. That was a pretty good movie. It was long. Well, what? It wasn't bad. Um, maybe Mobigo had to break this tie up because I think that crap was horrible. Dancing with Wolves was not horrible. You don't have your Moby, you on mute, man. You on mute, Moby. How about you unmute yourself? That might be good. There we go. I'm not a fan of Kevin Costner. I don't understand how he keeps getting work, so I'm out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just not a fan. It's, it's I don't understand how he keeps getting work. Okay, okay, no. okay. I know you're not a fan, but even Field of Dreams? Especially Field of Dreams, man. Field of Dreams is good in spite of him. Wow. He ain't wrong. I liked, I never thought, I mean, do you think he's a bad actor? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think he's a bad well, actor. I, I know he always acts like himself. He never really does anything else but what he does. Here's a problem. Kevin Costner is, in my opinion, this and Lauren is my doesn't like him either. Kevin Costner is a supporting actor who is being played as a lead actor. Because, like, in, uh, what was that? Uh, that, um, Kibiako twenty five said the bodyguard though. Well, I kind of liked him in that too. And he, but the bodyguard was whack. Um, he's still Kevin Costner in that. He's not like another person. Is that your problem, Obi? He's not. You can he can never take you somewhere else. I mean, he's he's gotten this much range. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's always going to be that dude. He's not going to be like that's why that's the problem I have with the Rock. And Bodyguard was just a movie they made to have another white person play a hero. That's pretty much all it was. Costa can throw a baseball. <laughs> Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. He was a great supporting actor in that movie. Because he had to do much. But That's right, he was in that. Three, yeah, he was, three Days to Kill exactly. was pretty good. The fact that you forgot that he was in that, that's how good he was. But actually, you know what I did like him in, though? was um, He was playing a serial killer. I forgot the name of it, but it was really good. He was also in 3,000 Miles of Graceland, which actually was a good movie in spite of him. Okay. Well, anyway. He's thinking about that. He's thinking about that. No, I'm just thinking, like, this is the most I've ever talked about Kevin Costner. (laughs) He's been in a lot of movies. He really is. Like, I've even been to his in um, South Dakota. He's got a, um, like, a casino and stuff in South Dakota. I've been there, and you walk through the casino. He has the movie posters of all the movies he's been in. And then, like, you go up the steps and you see Waterworld and you see Dancing with Wolves and I, something else that was horrible. And I was like, this has got to be the worst flight of steps ever. Because if that's what you're walking up and you're looking at that shit, I mean, you might as well go ahead and, like, <laughs> jump off a building and kill yourself because it's the worst shit ever. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it was, you know, his casino was a casino. It was in South Dakota, man. I mean, what do you expect? But yeah, man. I mean, like I've heard that move. That show is okay. I just can't bring myself. I mean, it's probably not it, for you. I'm just saying that was a dope show. That, all that stuff has nothing to do with me. Well, and that and, was my whole point. It's it's relaxing watching movies without having to think about race with respect to myself. But I mean, I already did that already. Already, it's called like um, Falcon Crest and Dynasty. I did that when I was younger. I don't need to see that again. I've I've seen that party. <laughs> so Okay, I don't want to turn in a blurb into like twenty minutes. So we can move on. I mean it's what it is already. But I mean Moby's got another show you know, every have you worn the same hat? I haven't seen the DC pretty, hat I'm, before. I'm pretty sure I have. When did you wear a DC uh I don't remember uh, that hat. I'm pretty I don't sure. think he has. That's what I'm saying. The dude's got hats for days. Like moving this dude. Exactly. He has a, he's cr- never, he has yeah. a crate full of hats. Because I didn't know like you were. I didn't know you were a fan. Are you a fan, or you just got the hat? Because it's dope. I just got the hat, man. It's a hat, okay. man. <laughs> never mind. He don't. He don't care about the bullets. It's a hat. I, well, did you just say bullets? I do well, have a Washington Bullets hat, but this is just the old DC logo. 
What are you looking at, bro? Ah, uh, creating all that dead air, not paying attention to your own show. My bad. Oh, whoa. I'm thinking. Think about what? I'm thinking, I'm thinking so hard. It's time to. I think so hard. Wait, see, really? That's my stuff, man. <laughs> hey, man, I can't be thinking and talking at the same time on a podcast. <laughs> Man, y'all, y'all are cold, man. Would you want me to ad lib this thing or something? <laughs> man, I'm trying to get set up for the next segment. Y'all just, uh, I mean, I say I don't say anything for two seconds, and I'm getting blasted. Hey, man, if you're on the radio, you'd be fired. Just saying, might be Antonio Brown. First of all, Dre, you don't know what I put up in my house. So, <laughs> I mean, you can see like hey, everybody's one got of my everybody's got Christmas house. lights in the background, but you, you're right. Because it's Scrooge. a corner. It's a wow, corner. Wow, DJ Smitty B, he can't chew gum and walk either. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> wow. Do you know yeah. him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think I know him. That's real messed up there. It's okay. We're going to move on. It's not, it's, it's not going to be the party at, party at Reaper's expense today. Apparently, it already is. <laughs> Damn, man. Hey, man, at least you got an invite. I mean, to what? The cookout? Yeah, because we could have talked about you behind your back, you know. I mean, like people don't talk about behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> you you act like something that don't be happening on a regular basis. Oh, but, man. So it's it's time for some crazy world, man. And first of all, I feel like people who deal with other people's shit um, and, like, do something with it that ain't theirs, I mean, that's, that's a special type of hell for you, man. I mean... I'm not saying you go to hell with everybody else, but there's a special place. Like, this FedEx driver decides that every once in a while, he dumps a whole bunch of packages into an Alabama ravine. You know, a.k.a. a stream or some water. But he just says, I don't feel like doing this shit and just dump it in the water. So people don't be getting their packages, man. What? Bro, what gives you any right to dump stuff that you ain't pay for? And, I mean, that's the epitome of not doing your job. You're not delivering the shit nowhere. You're delivering it to the water, and it ain't yours. I mean, yo, like, really? I like I appreciate the fact that they did not publicly name this dude, but let's be real. They need to just go ahead and put his name out there. Don't arrest him or nothing. Some people will take care of him because... If I didn't get a package, which a couple months ago I didn't get a package, and that's a different story for another time. Hopefully, it didn't end up in Alabama in a ravine because I would be kind of pissed. But I'm saying all these people who didn't get who didn't get that shit because this dude decided, you know what? I don't feel like delivering this shit today. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it in the water. Just quit your job, man. You ain't gonna mess up everybody else's life because you decide. You don't want to do your job. Bruh, I mean, come on, come on. Talk to me, AG. Well, well, drawing quarter? Uh, drawing quarter? Say what? Drawing quarter? You know, when you no, time. No, to, no. What? No. What? No. If it was Number yours, one, this listen. isn't the first time this has happened. I remember when I was in like, the first time I was exposed to something like this, which totally changed my innocence about how hard people work to get things delivered to the point to where you take it for granted. Because this mail carrier did the same thing he did. He just he just dumped the mail and like and set it on fire, I think. It was crazy. And it's like the amount of times that this happens, it doesn't get reported. The bottom line is 
I mean, like you said, you know, you would hope somebody would do their job, but at the same time, it is what it is. This is not the first time, won't be the last time. I mean, I got nothing because it happens constantly. Again, my first exposure to this one was when I was like 16 or 17 and I am 52. So just saying, it happens. Moby, what do you think? Yeah, if this man is the reason why I didn't get my um, Amazon Prime package, F him and everything he stands for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you don't want to do your job, bro, get another job, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there are too many damn jobs and, and out here. You need to be doing this. Times, right? How you not catch him the first time? Don't y'all track these trucks? I mean, clearly not. And then if he dumped all these packages in a ravine, nobody reported. And like, who lived near that ravine that got a whole bunch of shipments of stuff that won't theirs? Somebody just drove by. Yo, it's a lot of Amazon packages over there. And does stand yeah. up. Does stand up. <laughs> 300 and 400 boxes of assorted sizes had been discovered in a wooded area on private property. And who right. owned that property? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, I think it's worth investigating. That might be his property. He might be like, let me drop this stuff off at my house. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure sure somebody got some good shit in here. That the driver has been identified and questioned, which means, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I drove this. Hell no, I ain't do that. You ain't got no proof I did that shit. Why you ask me questions? That's pretty much what happened. So, like, first of all, f this guy. And then second of all, bruh, can I get my money back? I mean, we ain't, all these people who ain't get that shit in Alabama, just because you decided, man, F these people, dog. I, I don't care. I don't feel like doing my job there. I'm just going to go ahead and dump it here. Yep, I delivered that shit. That's why now, apparently, like when I know Amazon does it, when they drop shit off at your house, they take a picture of it. So when they send you the, the email that they dropped it off, there's a picture of where they dropped it off at. I really? Mean, I didn't know they did all that. Yeah, oh yeah. You can't you can't say it didn't show up. They'd be like, hey, this sure do look like your front door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I dropped it off right there, Massa. <laughs> yeah, wow. I got a picture. Oh, so you can say Massa, but I can't say slave ship. It's all bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was saying. But yeah, I mean, it's so like, hey, all I'm going to say is, yo, man, FedEx, you need to get up on us, man. You need to be taking pictures. Like when I get stuff sent here to my apartment, we have a room where it's supposed to go. But then sometimes they still be bringing it to my front door. And I'm thinking to myself, that's why they create this room where this stuff's supposed to go. <laughs> because... I already, literally, like two weeks up here, I ordered some. Shit didn't show up. It didn't show my front door. And it was done by USPS. Of course, yeah, they said they deliver it. Man, he probably opened that joint, found out what was in it, took it. Because they ain't take no pictures. And you know trying to get a refund on your shit is just hard. So, yeah, man, this guy right here, special place in hell for this guy, man. I ain't got time for him. So, the next thing we're going to talk about is is actually a follow-up to one of our or- other stories months ago. Well, not <laughs> months ago, about a month ago. When, actually it's been like two or three weeks ago. Excuse me. 
like went so word on the street is Antonio Bryan got a fake um Antonio Brown Antonio Brown Brown, yeah my bad Antonio Brown from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got a fake COVID card and of course we had discussion about you know why you gonna pay for something that is free and it takes you all the five seconds to get well come to find out he did get a fake COVID card after Um, investigation they didn't say that's not why they said he got suspended they said for violating COVID protocol and what is it misleading about his status but they didn't say that necessarily meant he got a fake COVID card the league's investigation found that Brown bought a fake vaccination card with him to training camp yes but they're not saying that that's why he was suspended (laughs) well that's the crazy thing they're not even going to say that that's why he was suspended even, even though that's really why he got suspended but I guess he came unvaccinated and he was basically saying that he was vaccinated with his fake card. But then the funny part about it is someone told when he arrived, someone told him having one could get him in trouble. So first of all, dumbass, you bought a fake COVID card. One, you talked to somebody about it because you're dumb. And then they had to tell you that that shit's illegal. Come on, man. I know you're not the smart, the smartest dude in the bunch, but, bruh, I mean, what happened to deny, deny, deny? You shouldn't have told nobody up in there that you had a fake COVID card. Like, we stitching on ourselves now? That's what we doing? No, this is Antonio Brown. We can all move on from this. It's Antonio <laughs> Brown. It's AB, man. I mean... Yeah, I, man, I, I think you just obsessed with the idea of people getting fake COVID cards, and I don't understand why, man. You but know, I, I feel I feel like you're the it's one out of three people up here that think this is an interesting story and you're that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean I don't know. I mean because talking. because like me 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 and AG are pretty much like yeah man this is AB he's done a lot of dumb shit. I, I mean, mean it does. This I just mean, this is just another thing. If it like if this was Tom Brady maybe this is interesting. But AB is like. Uh, it's AB, man. <laughs> I mean, but I'm, but now, did you know that the league is actually doing an investigation on the whole league to see if there are more people out here with fake fake COVID cards? And I'm just well, kind of like, my thing is like, did we, did we really think that there wouldn't be people out here um, faking the funk out here? And it's funny that you say that because recently a nurse got charged with making fake COVID ID COVID nineteen vaccine cards. Like what? I mean, hi. Like I just don't understand. Like, hey man, I, I is got, the money that good? I got one better. <laughs> How about a dude that went in to get his co- his COVID shot with a fake arm? That happened. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> See now that would have been an effing story. <laughs> See, Ruben, I'm gonna need you to step your game up on Crazy World. Man. That's the story we need to be talking about. Tell him, man. Like, where told- this dude get a prosthetic arm for <laughs> to get a fake shot? Like, this dude went next level with this shit because he did have two good arms. He came in with so a it- prosthetic arm and, the, and, and thought he was gonna fool the nurse. <laughs> but uh, did he realize the shot actually had to go into the arm? I understand so hold on, that. Hold on, stop. I, I guess I guess he thought the arm was pretty lifelike. <laughs> hold on for a second. Stop. I mean, prosthetics are pretty good these days, man. Especially so that lady on Hawkeye. She got a prosthetic foot and kick your ass. So this dude got a prosthetic arm because he didn't want to take the shot. Yes. He got the he got the arm 
to to take the shot because he didn't want to. Yes. But, you know, you can't make this spe- stuff up, man. You cannot make this stuff. There's up. There's a special type of stupid in this world, man. That's why I'm. That's why I said I got one better. And that's why you know. That's why the Darren Awards are created. You know, and every year they be outdoing themselves, man. I'll never forget. What was it like 10, 20 years ago? The dude somehow got some got a hold of some rocket fuel and put that shit in his like Nova. What do you think happened? Some blew a whole up. bunch of blow up. Yeah, because you're a dumbass. Like I'm just saying, man, some people out there that don't want to get, like you said, it's a five seconds. They spend more time trying to skate the system than just go through the system. It's just like Boop, you're done. And then on top of this, this woman could get 15 years per card. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like it's fraud, man. It. It's fraud, man. It's 15 years in jail per card, bro. Just because people don't want to get that stabbed, man. No, she was. I mean, yeah, but she was doing fake cards. I'm right, because like, she's taking advantage of people who yeah, because people that don't want to get that stabbed. Like right. she, she, she's like, yo, she's I got, I got a hustle. Exactly. I ain't mad at the hustle, but you're going to jail. I mean, I'm mad at Hustle because that's 15 per card. You do 100, you can go ahead. You're your obsessed with the Hustle. You're not mad at it. You're obsessed <laughs> with the Hustle. Like, I almost feel like you hate me. <laughs> you know, you know it's, not even that, it's not the fact that I'm hating. It's the fact that these people are so stupid. They get in their own way and they get caught. Well, I mean, we, we talk about people doing stupid things every day. And, I mean, people get caught. So it's like, I don't know. Just like um so everybody heard about the oxford high school shooting last week yes you know <laughs> i'm not laughing at the shooting but i'm laughing at the parents though yeah so here's the thing like <laughs> she wanted to sell fake cards over it, not me but here's the thing about it man it's a real tragic situation but it all could have been prevented because once again the kid basically was like people are talking i'm hearing voices this ain't the place for me. And the parents are like, nah, you need to leave your ass in school. We're not taking you home. However, I guess they decided not to check his his stuff. So, you know, he had a gun to just start shooting people. Well, the positive thing about that is, well, there's not really many positives, but the fact that the parents left him there, they're getting charged for involuntary manslaughter, which, to be perfectly honest with you, serves him motherfuckers right because like you I mean, should have you should have just took him home gonna do it man yes like, like they, they they were talking i was i saw it on cnn where the mom had sent them a text message saying don't do it yeah which means she knew he was about to do it i and think I mean, they helped him get the gun yeah dad bought him the gun yeah like come on i man. mean uh, but so so we're clear a father buying a minor a gun is illegal right or was that was no, that part actually, legally okay? Is that okay? No, they said they said that the gun was stored in an unlocked drawer at that family house. So it's his gun. It was dad's gun. Okay, because I heard later that the, yeah. the, the dad bought the kid the gun. So that's not true. No. Okay. Yeah, but it's like, man. But when the mom is, well, is this true? When the mom went to school, when the parents went to the school the day of the shooting, didn't he have the firearm? Wasn't he in, wasn't he in possession of the firearm that day? Well. Apparently he was because he started shooting people after they left. <laughs> but they didn't. He was like in his, in his book bag or something. They didn't search his book bag, nor did the parents ask about it. 
but he was like yo i don't people are talking i'm hearing voices i probably shouldn't be here today because he was trying to sit here he was trying to fight the urge of killing people or hurting people but the parents are like nah keep your ass at school and it's just like i mean so like for me i feel like the parents should definitely go down and i'm very proud for once they actually did this because when it's all said and done man a lot of parents not even a lot of parents some parents feel like they're not responsible for some of the things that their children do and well well, sometimes i don't think parents are well no i said because sometimes you really don't know and and just saying that your kid is being bullied or your kid is sad that that's not enough for me to think oh as a parent you should know they about to go shoot up some shit yeah but 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 this kid was doing stuff that clearly was like yeah i'm about to go shoot up some shit and they was just like hey have a um, good day (laughs) and mom just sends a text message hey don't do that i know you got a gun and everything but don't do it yeah so it's just like you know my thing is you just gotta and and i'm i guess for me i'm glad that they charge the parents because they could have prevented this shit take your kid home take him to a mental institution wherever you had the option to do that before all this happened nah you trying to leave him up in school with the rest of us knowing full well he about to do some shit he wasn't supposed to do and this is what happens and so I don't feel sorry for the parents they pleaded not guilty but I'm just kind of like well pleaded not guilty when you've been on the lam I mean, they all, everybody pleads not guilty when they be on the lam. Because, you know, basically, you have to, in a court of law, it has to be proven that you did that shit. So, like, it's, it's very rare that you get a lot of people who's, I mean, yeah, you know, I got the picture of you stabbing them and all that. No, I ain't do that shit. <laughs> okay, I got you. Point I taken. Mean, point taken. It's, a, it's a R. Kelly defense, man. <laughs> Should have moved out the way. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is man yo it was my twin brother really bro that's what we do yes <laughs> but you know it gave him another what like seven years of freedom <laughs> and he still might get off he shouldn't but he still might knowing our public knowing our system because our system be crazy sometimes but um yeah man they go, they getting something and I hope the kid gets some help but he going to jail too so they all gonna be in jail together um, as far as the north, and the north, the nurse was in South Carolina. <laughs> Maybe we should immigrate to Florida. <laughs> Got to keep them in Florida, man. <laughs> See how you influence the world, man. You're an influencer. I'm not an influencer, man. Yes, I'm just, you are. I'm just, I'm just reporting on the world. I'm not influencing. <laughs> and yes, and yes, the AB thing happened in Florida, so we already know. Nah, um, don't do that to Florida because AB was AB when he was in Pittsburgh. So just saying. Yeah, but a- but AB won't this crazy. Till yes, he, got to he was. Don't even uh, try. Yeah, just just shut up. Yeah, he he was. Just stop. <laughs> I was trying to help the dude. It, 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 as as much as I like to blame Florida for a lot of stuff, man, I'm not gonna give him AB. <laughs> Why not? It's easy. But it's low hanging you know, fruit, man. Low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. Yes. He was, so was crazy in Pennsylvania. Don't even try. I mean, that's true. Not gonna lie about that. All right. Well, the shortest crazy world we've ever had in history. But we're gonna go to Rise and Shine now because I know AG got something he want to talk about. Actually, it's not even something I want to talk about as much as I want to ask a question. 
Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but oh, okay. You What's might up? you might be right because Antonio Brown, I think, is from Florida. He is from Florida. Yeah, he's from like my. Oh, he's from Miami. Oh, I think. so he's a oh, major yeah. Miami yeah. Don't worry about. Oh, it. yeah. So, so all he yeah. got is a green card, and he acting like Damn. this. Yeah, maybe we got to deport his ass. <laughs> I mean, he's back home. He's, he's, he's from he's, Miami Gardens, man. He should only be allowed to play in home games. I wow. Mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I tried oh, to so wait a minute. So if he actually works in in his home in his home country, that means he don't have to have a green card anymore. He good. You that's can't deport saying. him. He, you can't deport that's him. That's what I'm saying. He should only be allowed to play in home games. Yeah. True. He shouldn't be allowed to cross that border. U.S. stops at Georgia. <laughs> The, your time for that will come. <laughs> Jeez, stop spoiling it. Your time will come. Florida man. <laughs> uh, on, on another note, you know what? I'll save that for later. Yep, go ahead. Go ahead, AG. Rise and shine. Okay, yeah. Rise and shine is not much about a, necessarily a learning experience as much as it is a question. As black people, do you feel American? Do you wake up in the morning and say, I'm American? Do you feel that? Do you feel that kindredship with this country? And the reason I'm asking is, is because many brown people that are not native to this country that have come over or maybe first or second generation or maybe forever don't feel American necessarily. Even our citizens in Puerto, in the, you know, in Puerto Rico, when they come over here, they don't necessarily feel American especially when they come over here. So now the question is, even though, you know, our situation had no choice in it, but I think we have seniority because we've been over here so long, but, and we can't divorce ourselves from it because we don't have any place to go because we, you know, because of how we got here to start with. It's not like if you're Japanese or you're Puerto Rican or you're uh, Czechoslovakian or whatever it is, it's not that it's the immigration is not with black people the way it is with everyone else. So they can say they don't feel American and then want to be American really badly all at the same time and be mad and all those things. And they can divorce certain things. They can come here and create pockets that belong to them and their culture. So from their from their perspective, I can understand how they don't feel American because of how they're treated. But as African-Americans, we don't necessarily have that. It's, it's, a, it's a really complicated space that we traverse. So do you feel American? As an African-American person, do you feel American? Do you have a kindredship with this country? And I'm asking either one of y'all. I'm asking I mean, everybody who's I, listening. I'm, I'm going to say yeah, because, because of our experience in America as... Um, I guess as black people, we don't really have any other culture or anything to cling on to other than being American. Right. Do you so, feel so like I that's mean, a special situation? Do you feel like that's really kind of a strange situation for you? Yeah, and I also I also kind of feel like as a as a black person, like you're not truly American until you feel the racism. Because I mean that's pretty much the foundation of the country. So as a black person, as soon as you start to realize that racism is a thing, I think that's when you truly feel like you're an American. Okay. Maybe that's just my opinion. <laughs> no, but see, that's that's why I'm asking because everybody's experience and what they think of their experience. And see, our experience doesn't have to just like every other cultural group that's you know non-white. Our experience also includes 
from you know day one where we weren't even around for another three or four or five hundred years but it's still our experience and this is in this country so yeah. i just I thought it like was I a really like strange thing else I just, I, I, I just feel like as a, as a black person born and raised in america it is like there's nothing else to feel other than american because we don't have any cultural ties to anything else like you know there's plenty of white people who were born here who can be like oh i'm greek or i'm italian or you know what i'm saying but because they have some type right. of they have something they can go back to, to it right yeah, yeah but but we it's like you know i'm 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 american and then they say african-american and i'm just like i don't know what which one of the 54 countries you're tying me back to nor do i really know which one of those 54 countries in that continent of africa i tie back to so I mean i guess i'm just american you know i i've always found it interesting why they say the term african-american instead of black american because i mean like, i actually like think you're right i actually think you're i think black american actually would be more appropriate yeah yeah it's all it's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's, it's, i guess i guess the thought process is, is like 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 moby just said man i don't know nothing about africa i don't know where i came from in africa and last time i checked i mean i, I i'm we're talking i don't know how many generations i would have to go back and at this point in time if i gotta go back that many generations i mean all I know and, is being a black American. Us, and most of us don't really have a way to know how far to go back. Like, we can only go back as far as our experience here. Yeah, and DNA only takes you so far. You know, like the 20, what, the 23 and me and all that stuff. Man, that stuff only goes so far. Because then you're talking, it's gotta, it only goes as far as your records go. Or records of people who are supposedly kidding you go. So like, I mean, I think the term I think the term African American is cool for those who are African American. But the last time I checked, I think I'm Black American, and you know, do I feel American? I mean, I don't know how else I'm supposed to feel, just because I got a black, red, and green pendant, and I put my hand up like this, don't make me African American. I mean. It just makes me a, a black American with a pendant on and a fist in the air. I mean, so far as I concern, the only thing I know is being a black American. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe that term's not used because that would give ownership to people who people don't want to have ownership. Because, I mean, when it's all said and done, those who are racist don't want us to to even feel like we're part of this country. So creating a term black America, black American wouldn't even work for them simply because that's almost um, saying that, yes, you are part. And I think that's why it's, you know, the term is black or African-American simply because I, I think African-American basically means you're not from this country. You were brought here or you came here. 
So you're not a part of this country. So it creates a separation that some people feel that is warranted. Um, to me, I'm just like, I'm a black American. I'm black and I was born in America. If I was black and I was born in Canada, I'd be a black Canadian. If I was black and born in Africa, I'd be an African American. I mean, but right now I am a black American and you know, it would be it would be interesting for them to actually, you know, use that term. And that's my two cents. Understood. That's why I asked the question. This is why I was kind of curious because when I asked the question to myself, I felt and I've heard this, I've heard black people say this before, but I really felt it in the moment. I was like, I feel American because like Moby said, I feel American because I have nothing else, which also leads to the fact that we have a, we have an, an enormous cutoff in this country as black people, which makes us special in a way which is not that good. <clears throat> we don't, we don't have anything except for what we have in this country. We don't have anything. Because certainly I couldn't trace back to, you know, whatever country in Africa that I that I came from. I couldn't do it. So that part of my identity, which is obvious, is not very obvious. So I I feel American because I've lived in this country all my life and I feel American because there's nothing else for me. So I just thought it was an interesting question because other other groups have those choices. And they can be mad and sad and happy and and uh, patriotic or not. They have those choices, and they use them to their advantage, you know, or convenience. Yeah, whether they, they know escape, it or not, they escape all the time. Right. They. they I'm, I'm gonna let you know. It is infuriating as a black person when I hear some person who's clearly a Caucasian say, "I'm not even white. I'm I'm Greek." Like, okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night, man. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night. So yeah, that's that's the rise and shine, man. Just um, differences, cultural differences that are legit. Not food, not you know language, not clothing, not just legit. You know, mm-hmm. I can't divorce myself from this country because that's all I have. Other groups can divorce themselves in so many different ways. They can divorce themselves from certain minority groups, namely black people, or I I am at the bottom of the barrel. So, yeah, there's that. But that's another podcast. So that's my rise and shine, bro. Appreciate y'all participating. Cool. And KB Yako says some people be telling black folks to go back for Africa, even though they aren't from there, which I've always found interesting. Like, I, I don't think to my face anybody's ever told me to go back to Africa. I would probably laugh at them if they did, though. I'd probably be like, what? I'm not from Africa, dude. I'm from, like... Go, go back to Africa. Virginia. Hell, the only other country I've ever been in is Belgium. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I haven't even left the country, so how am I going back to somewhere I ain't never been? Oh. Like, really, dude? Yes. Come on. I need you to get more intelligent with your comebacks. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you. Thank you, AG. Now, once again, it's time for the critically acclaimed... Critically, it really is. I don't even don't even try to flood down. Critically acclaimed. (laughs) Everybody on this show. That critically acclaimed. Did you forget forget. the name? 
I'm about to say, did you, you just forget the name? Bruh. I did. I did for Foreign a second. Affairs, uh, Foreign Affairs, man. Foreign Affairs. Affairs, man. Talk talking about the the international issues that matter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to step on your toes earlier. Sorry about that. All right, man. So I got a couple stories, man. And there was one story I wanted to tackle, but there was no way that I could do it without it just sounding like super cynical and cold and almost distasteful. So I I excluded it. I censored myself. I'll tell y'all two about it afterwards. Damn, but I censored like myself. Yeah, because there, there's no way. Like, it's humorous to me, but it's a real dark humor. And I was like, I'm, I can't ride with that. But that's who but, you are. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it is. But yeah, I'm, sometimes you got to rein yourself in. Wow. And I, yeah, okay. I just, I couldn't talk about it in good faith. Okay. But there was a story that happened a long, a, a while ago. And one of the reasons I hadn't talked about it, because I kept trying to figure out what happened next. And I guess now being that I'm like six months away from it, I guess just ain't shit happened since. Right. So hold I'm up, just going to roll up. with it. Aren't you forgetting something? What? The U.S. stops at Georgia? Thank you. We I already know that. Like, look, look, look. look. I we think that's the tagline. You have to say the tagline. <laughs> you have to say the tagline every time because Bro, you don't I know I was going to say have... that towards the end. Nah, but be- you got to say it at the beginning and the end because you don't know when we have new listeners there's and much be expected. understanding there's much expected of the first round draft yeah, yeah yes yeah. I, I i apologize first to overall. maybe some to maybe the one first time listener who's out there um i have been a proponent that the u.s stops at georgia and we need to do a better job of protecting our georgia florida alabama this is the border <laughs> I'm just saying because we can't say trust them. So begrudgingly, because man. we can't trust them. Why like, not, I, man? Why like not, we can man? trust Georgia. Like we trusted Georgia. First of all, I don't really trust Georgia, but I feel like they are only hope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not even a matter of trust. Sometimes it's just like, hey, man, you just got to, it's the only hope. But I'm just, I'm just curious for real. How did Alabama get in, get on your bad side? I mean, what did it's they not, do? It's, it's not that Alabama's on my bad side. I just understand that Alabama ain't got shit to lose in this game. <laughs> okay, please explain to me, man. <laughs> so what you mean they ain't got nothing to lose, man? They want to be what part of the United States, man. I mean, no, yeah, no, but, that sounded stupid. Never mind. You're yeah, right. they do, but but do we want them? Like sometimes we don't necessarily want Alabama. <laughs> if you take Nick Saban, Alabama football, maybe the three people that actually like Auburn away wow three people uh maybe 13 okay I'll, I'll accept that if you take them away like nobody would even notice if alabama disappeared tomorrow <laughs> unless we, you got unless you got family or something there you wouldn't even <laughs> notice they were gone i tried to argue that lost <laughs> <laughs> because you're trying with logic and no it was it it didn't matter because he came back with logic and i was like you know what you're right <laughs> well yeah but when it's all said and done man Florida and and if I'm gonna be honest, Georgia has a, lo- a, a larger border, and you don't really see them trying to sneak in Alabama. Because why sneak in Alabama? <laughs> well, actually, because no one's paying attention in Alabama. I mean, you that's the smart way to come through. You can get in easier. You're you're right, but, but you these people what? from Florida, they they don't take things the smart way. Wow. A B A B as an example. <laughs> Look, man, we not we not gonna pile on A B, man. I'm just, I'm just using it. It's a fair example, though. He's not All wrong right, about so, that. So, so let me get to this six-month-old story that had no resolution. So it was in March, I think, or maybe 
I should pull the story up, but that'd be too much like doing like homework. But in March, there was a woman that was reportedly missing in Florida. And I think three weeks later, she was found naked in a storm drain in Florida. Um, somebody heard her yelling and screaming, and that's how she got rescued. Now, I didn't want to talk about the story because I was like, yo, there are too many questions to be asked. Like, why are you in a storm drain? How long you been in the storm drain? Why are you naked in the storm drain? <laughs> Did you get dragged down by the um the clown? <laughs> yeah, you know, say, what, was there a red balloon somewhere in there? Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> see, black people can read. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the problem was all we got is she was in the storm drain for a substantial amount of time, and authorities don't know how or why she got down there, and apparently nobody thought to ask her. So six months later, after, you know, doing these hard hitting segments, I've only come to one conclusion. They're trying to get to the United States underground now. (laughs) (laughs) So now our border patrol has to take a whole new approach to this because they trying to come through the sewage system. This is so wrong. (laughs) But I mean, I mean, do we have those resources to like put like border patrol underground? Subterranean port. I mean, if uh, we can have some orange dude talk about building a 900 mile wall (laughs) and having another country pay for it, yo, we can put a goddamn camera in the sewer. (laughs) 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 I believe we could do that. Okay, well, you were, I thought you were talking about like actual manpower. And we can spring for the waterproof camera too. Spring for the GoPro. Sometimes you just gotta use your resources, man. Like, so I don't know how this lady got in the storm drain don't know why she was in this eight foot storm drain don't know why she was naked in this storm drain and apparently nobody has thought to follow up on this story since march so i'm gonna come to my own conclusion they trying to get in here underground man we got to protect this border uh, you know what i don't understand <laughs> Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you say that, are you sure that we actually own the subterranean rights? There is a thing up and down that has to be, you know. I, I don't give a damn. I just can't have them coming over here. <laughs> Did, didn't you see Bad Boys too? They in Cuba, they got tunnels. What makes you think they won't have tunnels in Florida? But Cuba's an island. We haven't been able to figure out how to make Florida an island. Florida's still and, a peninsula. And if we could figure out how to make them an <laughs> island, it would make everyone better. If we, we could just, just put, if we could just put a moat down there and just be like, <laughs> y'all gotta cross a bridge now to get here. Man, the only person that's been successful at doing that is Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I, I need Bugs Bunny to really cut Florida off. Maybe we need to get some Acme products to help us out. Whatever, whatever works, whatever man. Works. By, by any means necessary, we got to keep this Georgia-Florida border safe. That's all I'm saying. So another story, and this story, this story is also why I say we got to keep the Florida in Florida. So a Florida man just got sentenced seven years from five million dollars worth of fraud cases, some that affected West Virginia churches. So apparently this man portrayed himself as an investment advisor, even after he lost his broker's license, 
created a fake company and persuaded victims to invest false ventures such as student housing construction and high yield fi fixed income securities into the amount of five million dollars and this happened six years ago so he got churches in charleston parkersburg and morgantown west virginia all invested in his fake business and now he's been sentenced to seven years see you let florida in <laughs> just seven years hey whatever i mean maybe they ho hopefully they froze that money if he ain't blown it all but yeah you let florida in and this is the shit that happens and you know what he went to west virginia of all places he went to west virginia probably the state that knows the least amount our about our border securities they don't know they don't know <laughs> they don't know this dude seemed reasonable he said he was from some mysterious place called Florida, and they was just like, "Sounds legit." It's a mysterious place called Florida. <laughs> Wait like, a minute! Legit? <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, that yeah, was this, good. This, this guy seems on the up and up. Five million dollars. He got churches to give him five million dollars. You know what this proves? This proves is there's money in West Virginia. I mean, there's money everywhere. If you know, I mean, like. For five million dollars, like churches, five million dollars, like that's. I mean, I don't know too many churches. Five million dollars. My thing is, what they building fund look like? <laughs> what their building look like? Yeah. <laughs> How much does a preacher get paid at that church? Yo, that building fund. Yeah, you, know, you know, there's some people mad as hell right now. Like, wait a minute, we gave this dude this much money, and we can't even get that squeaky ass door fixed. <laughs> I mean, you know, the preacher should be walking around with, you know, a microphone without holding shit. Well, we don't know. How, how Does it say how many churches he swindled? No, but it just says churches in those three cities in West Virginia. It could be more than just three churches. What three cities again? I'm sorry. Morgantown. Um, God, man. It's West Virginia, man. I don't know places. I mean, they too I've been, I've, I've been through West Virginia more times than I should have been. And that's about all I know about West Virginia. I mean, you're right, you ain't wrong there. Don't stop there. <laughs> I mean, occasionally you gotta get gas, but that's it. Nah, man, you get enough gas to go right through West Virginia if you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know. Oh, all right. Man. So, so here, here's another story, and and you know this story hits home to me, man, because this is just ridiculous. So, in in a county in Florida. There's a guy that's now being called the Grinch because he stole he stole Christmas decorations from outside somebody's house, man. In the middle of the night, you can see him on camera in a truck stealing two Christmas chicken decorations, man. Christmas chicken? Christmas chicken decorations. Like they're they're like little statues of chickens and they're like I guess they're Christmas decorations. They got Christmas lights on them. This man stole them, man. Who the hell out here stealing Christmas decorations, man? This dude. You know why? Because he's in Florida, man. He, he doesn't <laughs> know any better, man. I bet you tried to sell them online. Man, I bet you he put them up in front of his front yard. That's probably how you're going to get caught. <laughs> he's like, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, so honestly, this story ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Like, this don't. 
this don't affect our borders or anything. I just want y'all to know the type of rift raff we gotta keep out, man. <laughs> people, out here, people stealing Christmas decorations and not even like really good Christmas decorations. This dude stole Christmas decoration chickens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, I mean, I would. I'm, I'm already questioning the fact that there are such things that exist. And he pulled up in his pickup truck and just just Backed did it up. in the middle of the night. He must have loved the Christmas. He was like, man, these things are cool. He either loved them or hated them. He either loved them or hated them. Either way, we got to keep that shit out of the uh, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you why he didn't hate them. Because if he hated them, he would have sprinkled gas on them and just lit them bitches on fire. I mean, nah, man. Because, you know, Florida people got them things, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mess around and do that. Somebody pull one of them things out on you. And <laughs> what that thing smell like. <laughs> And speaking of which, so my last story. Oh man, this right. is crazy. What? Yeah, th- I didn't even read it. Yeah, the last one, man. I got so much negativity to say about this story. Nice. So, police search for a Florida man who beat a seagull with a shovel. Yeah, I left that pause there. He beat a seagull <laughs> with a shovel. What did he do? Poop on his car? And, and or see, on him? See, first of all, that's what I wanted to know, too. Is like, why does this man hate seagulls so much? Because, you know, from most of our stories in Florida, it seems like they care more about their animals than their people. But they're not exactly their animals. They kind of free roam. Well, you know, but then I started to read the story. And then I realized, no, nah, Florida still care more about their animals than their people. So a witness said, I think it's a pretty terrible thing. I'm amazed that he got away without somebody responding to him. You know, somebody trying to stand up for the seagull or whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. First of all, I don't want to see no seagull get beat with a shovel either. But if you think I'm about to go confront the dude that's beating him, that seagull with the shovel, man, please. Yo, I don't know what that seagull did to you. But you're not about to hit me with no damn shovel. I'm not about to go down defending a damn seagull. F that seagull. It's just a flying rat. (laughs) (laughs) A flying rat. I mean, my wife says it every time we go through the tunnel, man. I'm telling you, the summertime, oh my God. I'm like, they're birds. No, they're rats. They're flying rats. They're rats with wings. (laughs) So once again, I'm not, look, I don't want to see no seagull get beat either. But the the fact that all these witnesses were like somebody should have stood up for the seagull. <laughs> and now they've got this police manhunt for this man who beat a seagull. And we've seen cases where black people have been shot in the in their own house and witnesses haven't shown this much remorse. But yet this damn seagull this animaniac seagull apparently <laughs> <laughs> mine, 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 mine. Just, saying. just really touch these white people because I'm going to assume <laughs> they're white people because I can't, I can't fathom any person of color talking to a news reporter going, somebody really should have stood up for that seagull. Cultural differences. Somebody should have stood up for the seagull. And then, yeah. who, who, what place does a seagull make you so mad that you beat it with a shovel? And did you just have happen to have the shovel? Or did you go hunting the seagull with the shovel? 
How, like this, could, this couldn't have been a crime of passion. I mean, did I it, like did it happen in his yard? Out. Did it happen in his it was, yard? No, it was at a beach. It was at a beach. That means the seagull got close enough. That's the dumbass seagull's fault. Well, they're pretty aggressive. There's little scraps around them. But saying. they have wings and they can fly. Well, and, and, and and here's where I get really upset. So we get a in this story, we get a full report. Of the injuries suffered by the seagull. <laughs> no, he didn't. He had multiple <laughs> fractures. One wing was twisted. He had trauma and internal injuries. He was having trouble breathing. So what the F? Somebody actually picked up this seagull and took it to a hospital? Well, took it to a vet, probably. That Whatever. Somebody took this injured seagull somewhere. <laughs> Man, if I came into this podcast in the middle of that sentence, I would have thought you were talking about a person. (laughs) Yeah, I I imagine this seagull seems like he got better treatment than, you know, some brown person who would have got beat by some white person that would have shoveled. Look, U.S. stops at Georgia because apparently seagulls matter more than people in Florida. And that's not a place I want to be associated with. I don't want to. I don't want to get an injury report from a seagull when, wow. when I can have politicians in Florida getting upset about people wearing damn COVID masks. Like I, fuck Florida, U.S. stops to Georgia. <laughs> I knew he couldn't hold it. <laughs> <laughs> he reached his limit. <laughs> he dropped the f bomb. All right, and that's foreign affairs because U.S. stops to Georgia people. Tell a friend we gotta do a better job of protecting our borders. We gotta keep Florida in Florida. <laughs> that seagull was questionable to return to the game. <laughs> Who's paying for it? Us and not the country of Florida. <sighs> We're all paying for it. I mean, I, there's just no other way to say it. We're all paying for it because you know, so, some, sometimes you just gotta you, you just gotta make an investment on self. That's all this Florida. That's all this Georgia border is. It's just an investment for us. And if taxpayers don't want to get behind it, let them go to Florida and stay there. I mean, yeah, it's not like we charge. I mean, we should. This shouldn't. I mean, look, it falls on Georgia. But honestly, I think we need to have an upper forty-eight tax, and we just call it upper forty-seven tax, and all the other states get taxed to help Georgia, to help Georgia. <laughs> but what about Alabama and Mississippi and all that? I mean, look, man, they're part of the 47 that's got to help. I mean, look, because look, we can't send this money to Alabama because all it's going to do is go to Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> all the money going to Nick Saban. All the money going to Nick Saban. What about oh, the coach Auburn, man? What about that? I mean, all the money going to do is go to Nick Saban. <laughs> and Nick Saban going to go down to Florida. And recruit some imports. He's gonna have some, some illegal imports. aliens playing for his team. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And then and, and and then we're you know he's gonna use these Floridians to continue to beat Georgia every year. So I mean, look, we can only count on Georgia. All right, all right. Thank you, Moby, with another episode of the critically acclaimed Foreign Affairs critically acclaimed yes i mean hey, hey it man. is what it is man yeah what somebody say it was the highest rated segment on the show end quote i mean does that mean two people listen to it hey 
still at least highest six. rated. High, it's still the highest rated. All right. All right. So this week we have a my five for you. This ought to be interesting. So five foods that you are not a fan of that is made exclusively during the winter holiday season. Once That's again, a difficult one, man, because I don't know five foods that are just exclusive to the holiday season. Oh, oh there are plenty out there. No, and I said the winter holiday season. So none of this 4th of July shit, none of that, you know, Easter stuff. Only Thanksgiving and whatever type of Christmas you celebrate in December. Because whatever you know. type of Christmas you celebrate. Wow. That's you something. said whatever That's type of Christmas. <laughs> There's only one holiday you just celebrated differently. I mean, Hanukkah, it's just a Jewish Christmas. Kwanzaa, African Christmas. <laughs> Man, that, that was the most racist thing you've ever said. <laughs> it's like you racist, you a bigot. You just like Archie Bunker right now, man. It did not mean to come out that way. Kind of, hey, it doesn't matter. It's on, it's on wax now. But it now. did come out that way, so it is what it is. We all, we all know what I'm talking and about. And it's the same dude with scared somebody going to come to his door and get him. Whether you have your Santa Christmas, your Jesus Christmas, your Jews Christmas, your African Christmas. <laughs> Quasi ain't nothing but black Christmas. <laughs> Y'all so wrong. You said Y'all it. So you said it. <laughs> Y'all can let it go now. No, we can't. It's okay. It's like 12. <laughs> but my five. So. AG, five foods during the holiday, the winter holiday season. Fruitcake. That, that terrible. Yep, I can roll with you on. What is in fruitcake? I don't know. Fruit. I don't care. It's awful. It's a it's whole bunch of stuff. Evil. My grandma makes it every year, and I just For look what? at it. Uh, but apparently, it's, shit, it's really, it really takes a lot of skill to make that. It's not like you can just do yes, it together. Yes, it does, apparently, because people only will eat certain peoples. And I you guess. know what? That shit has a self-life of decades. Shit, man, it can last forever. I don't know if I want to eat anything that will last Amen. forever. Well, you do every day. Preservatives. But this doesn't have any preservatives, yet it lasts forever. Mm. So there's something to that. Because, yeah, fruitcake was on my top. Because as soon as I read the question, I was like, fruitcake. It just came Oh, yeah, right that's out. number one on my list, too. Oh, man. So. Chitlins. I- Chitlins. Ugh. It seems to be a winter holiday, you know, fixture. And I don't know why, but it's like, it's awful. Nah, it's not. I didn't realize that. But in my experience, it feel like it comes out like for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. Because I don't remember seeing it in, in, in force in any other time during the I year. I mean, I'm with you on that. Though. I don't remember seeing any other time of year either. So, I mean, usually when, it, when, usually when there is chitlins, there's pig feet. It all kind of comes together when they feel like whatever type of, whatever hog it wants to do. So I'm just saying, I don't remember seeing it in like a summertime or whatever. But anyway, yeah, chitlins. Yeah, y'all can keep that. Hot sauce don't make it better. Just saying. Rice pudding, not a fan. Not a fan of rice pudding. Is that figgy pudding? I don't know, is it? Was that two different things? I don't know. Yo, maybe this is going to make me sound ignorant. What is figgy pudding? I've been been (laughs) wondering what figgy pudding is like my whole life. Like they be that know. that Christmas carrot, like bring me some figgy pudding. I'm like, no, tell me what the hell figgy pudding is first, then you can bring it to me. So figgy pudding is, I don't know. I thought it was rice pudding myself. Does it got figs in it or something? 
I know. It's just some dumbass name for it. Thicky pudding is a pudding in the British sense of the word, which means it is steamed cake-like dessert. This particular Christmas version is traditionally made with suet or suet, which is a raw beef or mutton fat. Eggs, brown sugar, breadcrumbs, spices, dried fruit, and and last but certainly not least, brandy. That's figgy pudding. Yeah, I keep that shit. Yeah, that's, that sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> just, just bring me the brandy. Also, you just want the liquor. Keep it moving. Keep the rest of that shit. Oh, man. All right. That's three, right? Yeah, pumpkin pie. I think it's a fake sweet potato pie. That's that's number two on my list. And that's cultural differences. My wife and I discussed that just right before the show. It's just like I don't know what you, I don't know what's up, but yo, if it's pumpkin pie, it's a fake behind uh, sweet potato pie. You waste your time. And every time I go to a grocery store, I always know where I am in this town because pumpkin pie dominates. And I say, okay, I understand where I am. I go somewhere else, and at least there's a Paddle the Bell pie. There's a patty pie up there somewhere. But you can really understand demographically where you are if you see a whole bunch of pumpkin pies during this time of year. And that's that's real. If you go to, say, like, you know, if Moby were to go to Midlothian, there will be no, there will be no sweet potato pies. All of the pies are being sold in whatever store will be pumpkin. Go to Broad Street, might have something different. Just know what part of Broad Street. Well, that's true, because if you go east, go east. Go on east. Just saying. It's cultural differences. Don't give me no pumpkin pie. Please don't. Just saying. And the last one is collards. Not a fan. They stink Eat up the house. collards all year round. Well, again, some of this stuff only comes out during the winter holidays. See, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't really know a lot of exclusive holiday food. I know a lot of food that is traditional holiday food, but a lot of that food is still eaten at other times of the year too. So, okay, it was hard. Right, man. It was hard, man. Yeah, cool, cool. Moby. All right, uh, cranberry sauce. Not a fan. That's on my list too. Um, fruitcake yeah anything pumpkin related at all I just I don't I hate when we hit October and everybody's got pumpkin flavored everything I just <laughs> pumpkin spice my wife's a fan bro she's a big Pop, fan pumpkin latte yeah. <laughs> yo man just Six we all, keep that pumpkin man we already know when people talking that pumpkin stuff you know what kind of you know who that's for cultural differences yeah. just just keep go ahead that. say it go say it go ahead say it my shit, man. That's right. There we go. My wife would agree, hey. but she's still going to have me buy that $6 uh, latte, though. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's cool. You don't be drinking it, do you? It actually tastes pretty good. But yes, I don't, I don't drink Oh, they got anyway. you. No. <laughs> well, a lot of people would say they got me a long time ago, but you know. Just saying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, man, I'll be here all week. Tip your service. <laughs> All right, uh, um, rice pudding. I was gonna say like rice pudding. I'm just not a fan, man. I think it's a texture thing. It's a taste like nothing about it. Well, just actually, my it. question is, do you like bread pudding? No, I don't, but I don't like bread pudding either. Okay, what's wrong with you, Ruben? He gets allowed to not like bread pudding. And, and I mean, here, here's the you know my number one thing is turkey. I'm just not really a fucking fan. Like, don't get me wrong, I eat a piece. 
but this is about the only time of year I will eat turkey. Because no other time of year am, am I thinking about eating turkey. I agree. I mean, I have some technical reasons, but I do agree. I mean, not every once in a while, like, you know, somebody will, like, somebody will make some turkey wings or something random time of the year. I'm like, all right, sorry. But, like, never have I gone to the store and been like, man, let me get some turkey. This don't happen. Other than, unless I'm making a, a sandwich, like, a, I do some sliced deli turkey, but that's about it. All right. I understand. I'm with you with that because the first time I had a turkey leg, I treated it like it was a chicken leg, but three times as big. Those tendons or ligaments or whatever in it, it just makes it a bad, bad experience. I, there's nothing in the breast. Usually, with people don't really cook it well because they don't know how to brine, or they don't brine long enough, and the breast is dry. Yeah. So. Now the thigh, the thigh and the chicken thigh and the turkey thigh are pretty good. They kind of, they kind of interchangeable. They, they kind of, you know, translate. But man, turkey meat is special. Just saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like back in the day, um, we used to go to Bush Gardens, and and um, people be walking around with that big ass turkey leg, looking like Fred Flintstone. And I would be like, damn, I want that turkey leg. But I think I wanted that more because, like, I knew we was going to go out to the parking lot and eat the sandwiches we had made before we got there. You know what I'm saying? So that turkey that turkey leg was more status than anything. I was like, yo, I just want to hold that fucking $12 turkey leg just to flex on people. Because I felt like it was a flex. When I was a kid, I saw I would see all these, you know, well, white people well, you know, eat that turkey leg. And I'd be like, yo, man. You know, that, brings up, that, brings up, that brings up an important <laughs> question I want to ask you. Because I know I felt this way. When you started doing well enough on your own in adulthood to be able to actually eat in the park, did you feel a little bougie? Bruh, I, I just told you I thought it was like a flex, man. I would go there and get yeah. the turkey leg, even though they would overcook the turkey leg. It'd be dry sometimes. I'm like, nah, man, give me that $28 turkey leg. <laughs> and I'm going to walk around holding it, taking these 28 extra bites because it's so tough. <laughs> Ripping it out, yeah, yo, it's a status thing. Looking okay. like Chris Rock, but like, yo, man, some some people get Jordans for status, some people get watches. Yo, I had a turkey leg at the park, and I was like, "What up? Yeah. I'm here now." Yeah. And then I, I thought my kids were stuck up when they was like, "Yo, we want we want to go eat at the park. We want to eat at the smokehouse, get the ribs." I'm like, "What? Like, bro, like you you know how many years I want? You know how many years I smelt this food and never could touch it." And, and now your first interaction here, your bougie ass want to get it? Come on, man. I'm, I'm spending kids, $120 on food? Yes. We just said, you just said, you here? I mean, you, you right. said that. I'm here. Oh, wow. They needed to earn it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You they really do come off it. as a, you're a mean <laughs> person, man. you just mean to your kids, that's not, man. That's not mean, man. I just wanted them to appreciate it. I mean, I still gave it to them, but the whole time I'm just looking, I'm just, look at you. You know, stuck up ass. How you gonna judge your kids? You don't want to pay for it. That gives me every right to judge them because I paid for it. <laughs> wow. And somebody, come on, winner. Green bean casserole. First of all, I don't. Do oh, is anything. that who W. Brown anyone is? I don't do anything casserole, and you know that. Yo, I'm with her. Bitch, I like the green bean casserole for real. Look, man, casserole. Like my mom ruined casseroles for me when I was younger because, like, I would have you know some less pigment gifted friends, 
be like, yeah, we're having casserole. And I was like, man, what the hell is casserole? And she was like, it's pretty much what white people do when they got a whole bunch of food that don't go together and they don't know what to do with it. They just put it, they just put it all in one dish and put it in the oven. So like all my life, I've just thought casserole is just like the leftover trash you put in the oven. Oh God. <laughs> your mama ruined you, boy. I can't wait to see your mama. <laughs> Hey, you ask her. That's exactly man, what she'll man, say. Your mom will have conversations. That's exactly what she'll say. Now, she'll say that she's made casserole, but hers is different. And I'll be like, you ain't never called it casserole. <laughs> you called it something else. Because the idea of casserole, I don't think I ate anything that was called a casserole till I was an adult. Man, you missing out, though. Green bean casserole off the chain. What and is what's, green bean casserole? Huh? Can you give me an exact recipe of what's in green bean casserole? I didn't make it. I just ate it. Once again, so you just ate whatever they put in that ha- <laughs> happened to have green beans in it, and then they threw a random assortment of some other shit in there and said, hey, this is green bean casserole. And you ate it. He was like, this is pretty good. You are a this, broken yeah. person, man. <laughs> he was like, yo, it's real cool how you mix beef and stew and corn and green beans and some whipped cream and some random other shit. Some, whip, <laughs> some whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> Winner, get your boy. Wait, wait, wait. Were there raisins in your green bean casserole? No, it's not potato salad, man. Hey, look, man. Whoa, I, player. I have found, I found a whole bunch of people less pigmently gifted put raisins in random shit. So I just, I just nah, figured nah. maybe raisins would make its way in casserole I can, too. I can vouch. They don't put raisins in random. It's not random, man. It's not random. No, it's not random. They mean to put it in a potato salad. Why? What is it doing in that know. potato salad? Not a damn thing. I don't know, man. But make it do, make me not eat it. Do they just want to feel like there's a fruit in there? Really, if if potato salad ain't yellow, I don't eat it. I just don't. But you know, I just don't. So sorry. I understand I, what you I, mean. If I show up, if I show up to any holiday table and there's raisins in anything, <laughs> I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing there. The only, the only time, only time raisins fair. need to show up is if it's an oatmeal raisin cookie. Just saying. I'm, you're right. That's Wait a minute. It. Winter don't like stuffing? No, no, She don't rock with the stuffing? Yo, look, honestly, I'm not always into stuffing either. Stuffing stuffing to me is as good as whatever gravy you got. Exactly. Like, if you got some bomb-ass gravy, I can rock with that stuff. Okay. If you don't have no bomb-ass gravy, like it's just... That. It's yeah. just some dry ass shit you eat. <laughs> <laughs> like the turkey. <laughs> I got oh, God. that. I got that. All right. All right, Ruben. Go ahead. What's up? Well, well, let me let me clean up some shit first, cause it's a lot it's a lot of stuff going on on the board. So Dre's like eggnog, fruitcake, McRibs, chitlins, and pumpkin spice, anything. Hey, cooling on that eggnog, man. <laughs> you get some eggnog with some jack in it. Everything is gold. How do you not eggnog is awesome, man? And, I don't know if eggnog is awesome, but it ain't it ain't nothing to be mad about. Nah, that joint's nasty. And <laughs> Moco Cowboy says McRibs is a holiday food. Moco Cowboy, the only reason why it's considered a holiday food is because that's when McDonald's brings that shit out. This For is some the time reason, of year they, they do. They I bring didn't know it, that. They, yeah, they bring it. They bring it out this time of year simply because it's typically supposed to be a hot food. Like, like at Wawa, they only bring out the turkey and stuffing and um, mashed potatoes and gravy bowl this time of year because it's cold outside and that shit hot and that shit good and that'll give you a food coma. So that that's why they do it. 
And yes, Dre's like they do come out once a year, and somehow people still keep eating that shit because that shit's disgusting. But <laughs> there's nothing good about the McRib. There, there's come nothing positive about the no, McRib. Y'all can't, no, pretend. No, y'all can't just no pretend. redeeming quality. It ain't good for you. It no ain't good nothing in McDonald's Yo. is good for you. Nah, man. Except but for I'm the, saying, except for the least, salad. At least they try with some of that shit, man. The McRib is nothing but fake meat and gristle. I don't like, care. I mean, nothing. In, in many ways, that's what pretty much everything McDonald's is. is fake well, everything in fast food, period. Just saying. Yeah, but I mean, it makes the rest of the fast food look like it's healthy. <laughs> I just think McRibs are nasty. Like, I'm, not, nasty. I'm, not, I'm not trying to justify it with no logic and nothing. I'm just saying McRib is nasty. That's <laughs> yeah, just nasty. That is very nasty. The Wait a minute. I'm not trying to justify it with no logic or nothing. It's just nasty. It's just nasty. Yeah, you know it is saying? nasty. It's hella nasty. I'm, I'm not going to talk about the health uh, or, you know, the content of it. I'm yeah, gonna it's just nasty. nasty. <laughs> yeah. Man, y'all so, are being mean uh, to the McRib, and I, I, don't, I don't care how you try to dress it up in that commercial. I don't care how you put them raw sliced onions up there. I but don't they're care actually about you on the sandwich. They have the raw onions I, on the sandwich. I don't care about that weak-ass barbecue sauce <laughs> they put on that fake meat. I don't care about none of that. All that shit is nasty, man. It's nasty. <sighs> All right. And uh, KB, if you put garlic on it, it's, mel- it's holiday. No, nah, they just come out with that shit in holiday season. I'm still trying Fruit. to imagine KB 25 with a uh, with a turkey leg in his cargo pants on a ride. Yeah, we're working on that. I'm getting there. Um, Fruitcake is nasty. I mean, it's a brick of whatever you put in it. It's just a brick. That's all I can say on that. Um, a domino chain and push them all that. That's funny, Dre. You get a lot of you get a lot of fruit cake in your life, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll leave you with that. Um, w Brown eighty one green bean casserole. That shit's nasty. It's green beans, onion peels, and some liquid that's white in it. I don't know what it is, but that shit's nasty. That's right. I said it. It's if it nasty. says casserole, I don't want it. You better yeah. you, you got to name man, that shit. Your something mama else. lied to you, man. You got to name that shit something else for me. Let's see. <laughs> stuffing, stuffing. I don't know what. I don't know stuff up. W Brown eating one's eating, but stuffing's awesome, and it's not really that difficult to make. But I mean, if you're trying to make your shit from scratch, yeah, maybe your shit's nasty. Um, there's a post for a picture on a roller coaster with a turkey leg. That's funny. That's right. Turkey leg, your cargo pocket. I mean, it'll just make you hard to sit in the seat unless whatever. Dressing over stuffing. Who cares? It's the same shit. Um, when did we get away from calling it the itis? Uh, I've always called it the itis. I mean, the food coma, I guess I was just saying that for people who didn't know what the damn itis was, but it's the same shit. Um, itis is trademarked. I don't know. I just said it. I hope I ain't gonna pay nobody no money. So, we've caught up on the, the peanut gallery board so five things I hate first of all god damn five things I hate like, <laughs> not not five foods I dislike during the holiday no, I hate five shit. foods that I'm not a fan of five foods I hate yeah <laughs> so let's start look with, hold up hold up hold up hold up Moby you surprised what? Really, bro? No, 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 but I'm just saying, like, that was just really harsh. Five foods I hate. <laughs> I mean, if I dislike them, I, I'm not going to eat them, so I hate them. It's whatever. So, first thing, yeah, um, green bean casserole, that's just nasty. Second thing, um, fruitcake. I don't know nobody who makes it. I don't want to know nobody who makes it. And do me better by not even, like, offering it to me. Because all it do is it's gonna go straight from 
Thank you. I'll keep it for a couple weeks and throw it in the trash can. Just saying. Um, because it's just nasty. Um, why are we the peanut gallery boy? Eh, it is what it is. All right. So, number three, pumpkin slash sweet potato pie. I don't like either. And to be perfectly honest with you, all that shit's nasty. Bruh. Bruh. So, it is, <laughs> hey, it bruh. is what it is. Peanut, <laughs> sweet potatoes. No, no, no. It's, it's cool yeah. for you to say you don't like pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie, but don't throw them shits together like they the same damn thing. No, no, no. Well don't don't disrespect sweet potato pie by associating them with pumpkin pie. All right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Just, My don't bad. Don't disrespect it, like, No, so, man. So I can't how about let this? you do that. I hate anything that's pumpkin, and I hate anything that's sweet potato. That's fine. Two different things. All right. Cool. Now, the other thing I really can't... Like cranberry sauce, anything cranberry, that shit's nasty, too. Like Even the drink? I, yeah. Oh, no. You're missing out, bro. Man, no, I'm not. I'm living right. Um, So, that's, that's, that's nasty. Um, I would say the other thing that I'm not a fan of is I'll agree with AG. Anything other than bacon or ham that comes from a hog... I mean, because back in the day, I did say on the podcast, we used to get up as kids and we would drive to my grandma's house and they would take out some hogs. And yes, we would be eating hogs. We'd be eating that bacon and that fat back for breakfast. Yes, they made chitlins and pig feet and that shit's nasty. So, and Mo B's got technical difficulties. So <laughs> please stand by. He's got to go his dog because he dog. unplugged the joint. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, when it's all said and done, man, like, yeah, I, I appreciate um, everybody on, on the board. The peanut gallery is an affectionate term because I appreciate all of you. It's nothing bad. It's just awesome. All right. <laughs> so. Thumbs up, that, man. Really? I mean. Two thumbs up. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I don't know what you want from me. Nothing. So, nothing at all. <laughs> so, with that being said, AG, what's on your mind, bro? What's on my mind is the the patriarchy. Um, down with the patriarchy, if I'm being exact. And I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. I can understand why people don't want to, you know, bring the patriarchy to a halt, dismantle it, find something new. My only problem with that, because y'all know on this show, I I love balance. If you're gonna take something away, you have to give something. You're gonna give something, something's gotta be taken away. It's a transfer of energy. When people say they wanna topple the patriarchy, what I don't hear is me getting less responsibility. I don't hear like, cause see, you can't say, you know, topple the patriarchy and then be mad because especially for black people in this particular comment, be mad that, you know, 25% of our men are in jail. You can't hold us responsible for stuff and then say, we don't need y'all. Or we want to give you a reduced role without giving us less responsibility. I like my responsibilities as a patriarch. This is what I do, and that's fine. However, if we're going to trade, then let's trade. We should get less responsibility. If, if this is what you want to do, understand that you have to balance it. That's all I'm saying. That is what is on my mind. 
Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I understand what you mean, but you, but it really bothers me when women tell me this all the time, and actually a lot of men. But child support is still charged at the same rate. The idea that there's child support at all at that at this point is like it's stupid. Why do I have to be held responsible when a woman is? perfectly capable of doing the job without me. In fact, some of her choices allows her not to even tell me that I have a kid. And that's okay. So you have all this juice and you don't want to have any responsibility. It doesn't work that way. If you want to change what my role is, which is fine, I'm with you with it, then you also have to change the level of responsibility that I have. If not, then we probably need to start talking about something else. That's all. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Mo B, what's on your mind? All right, man. So it's been a long time. It's been a long year. And what I mean by it's been a long year is like January 6th was a long time ago. I can't be the only person that's just really fucking over hearing all these people fake as if they're really trying to hold these people accountable in a court of law like we are wasting so many tax dollars and so much energy and so many news stories on this idea that we're going to somehow hold the people at the top accountable for this now yeah a couple people who've been a couple organizers have got some time but like are we really still on this idea that somehow we're going to hold Trump accountable for this or that I mean or that somehow somebody who worked in the White House is going to be held accountable for this and even if so is that going to really do anything because to the people who were there on January 6th anybody who goes down for this is just going to be a martyr they're just going to be a hero like and I don't really want to create more heroes in this situation i don't really want to hear about any more stories like the only thing i want to hear about is hey we need to change some um i don't know security measures that say if your ass um basically does, does a treasonous act that we just shoot like we don't we don't try to get you off like we just shoot because for the last you know 11 months the only thing that's really made me mad about january 6th is that we ain't shoot a whole bunch of these motherfuckers that's really the only thing that makes me mad like i'm not shocked at the idea that they did it i'm not shocked at the idea that they broke into the federal building that they were smashing windows that they had their trump you know 2020 things that, that, that they were saying that the election was stolen. i'm not surprised by any of this none of it upset me because i don't really expect much from them the only thing that upset me is people who were tasked with the you know duties of protecting this building who had guns didn't pull them out and just start shooting motherfuckers because yeah maybe the cynic in me just knows that if any of these people would have had a black lives matter t-shirt on they would have got shot 365 times but i mean can we just get over this whole investing in subpoenaing people like let's just get over the shit man i don't mean move on like you know the republican people say i'm just saying let's just move on from the idea that somehow trump 
is going to be held responsible for this shit. He's not going to, the orange guy is not going to be held responsible for anything. In 2024, he's going to try to run again. He probably has a chance to win if he's allowed to run again. And that's just where we are. We're a country divided. And like, please stop trying to sell me some dream of unifying us through logic because that's just not going to happen. And that's all that's on my mind. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. So what's on my mind? You know, I sit back and I realize that this journey that I've been on and which at least at this point in time has been um, extended due to the show. Um, You know, it started a long time ago and all that stuff. And it, it started with another show that some of my friends started with and then that grew into something else and you know and basically you know it just kind of all snowballed and I took some time off from it and now I've decided I want my voice heard and all this stuff so I will say this like last night I attended uh, a um, episode of Ain't No Half Step with Marcus J on Legacy Internet Radio um, it was their 10 year anniversary that show's been on 10 years. I was there from the beginning. Um, then I did it probably for about four or five years. And then I took some time off from radio altogether. Um, and now, you know, we've been doing this for two years. And it's just the retrospect of getting back into the radio scene, whether it be, you know, live or on podcast and how we kind of, you know, took over some, well, the show was taken over uh, from the green room and then Marcus did a show and then I was on the show and then we started Legacy at Radio together and, and stuff like that and, you know, the, the cool thing about it is the story always comes back to, you know, when we did Legacy Internet Radio, the first um, episode of Legacy Internet Radio was Ain't No Half Step with Marcus J. And it was done in my in my apartment in my kitchen. And it was all crazy. And we didn't take a bunch of pictures like we probably should have and stuff like that. We did it in my kitchen for four Mondays straight until we got um, our place known as a den. We ran out of a building and or well, ran out of room in a building and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just it's always good that you can go home again and I have a lot of friends in Richmond and last night was really good seeing them all and I mean close friends I just haven't talked to in a while haven't hung out with in a while and stuff like that and it was just good but it also made me realize that you never know what's going to happen in your life that's going to change your that's going to change your future and I would definitely say my future might be a little different if I had not gotten back on radio like I did when I was in college and they asked me, hey, come be on a show. And I was like, all right. And we just started talking about stuff. And next thing you know, 10 years later, I have my own podcast. And, you know, I've got two awesome people here helping me out. And we have people who listen to us mostly because of the jokes, but, you know, other because it's entertaining. But I definitely just want to remind people, hey, regardless of how long it's been since you've 
done something or you've been somewhere, that sort of thing, you can always go home again. And last night I went home again. It was pretty awesome. Um, you know, my only hope is, you know, eight years from, you know, from October, we're celebrating 10 years on the air with, um, you know, five minute warning. But, you know, it also let me know where we could be and where we could end up. But more importantly, it also reminded me why I do this and why I want to do this and hopefully why my colleagues do it with me, you know, for the love and honestly to give an opportunity to um, to speak our our opinions, our truths on a platform that's ours. And when it's all said and done, nobody can nobody can um, censor us because this is our this is our shit. I mean, they can call and, me a sexist, but I mean, they can call you a sexist. <laughs> that, that don't mean you gonna stop coming up here, you sexist. <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, man, it's just you know, it's just good to know that we can do whatever, and this is this is us, this is our shit, and I I implore to everyone who listen, um, whether it's on the podcast or whether it's live, yo, man, if there's something you want to do, if there's something you want to, if you want to express yourself, do it. You know, figure out a way to do it. Figure out, hopefully, a safe way to do it, and express yourself. Because when it's all said and done, you know, life is about a lot of expression, and you never know who's going to hear. You never know who's going, who you're going to affect positively with your words. And I hope we affect anybody positively with our words, because you know, if we affect it negatively, I, don't go shoot up nothing. And say, yeah, I listened to five and water. And after that, I felt like shooting up, shooting up the spot. Nah, let's not do that. Just say you listen to um, Fox News or something. Um, but yeah, that's what that's on my mind. You know, I was able to go back home again. and just reminded me why I do this. So, you know, do what you love. You'll always be happy. We got to get Marcus up here again, man. Yeah, working on that. Working on that. So... Um, once again, thank you for everybody listening live. Thank you for those listening on the podcast. You know, thanks for hanging with us because even if it's two people or five people or 10 people or 200 people, we appreciate everyone. Um, because as somebody mentioned earlier, there's a whole bunch of other things you could be doing right now. And you probably are doing right now. Um, whether it's watching the gift of football game or watching NXT war games or sleep or getting busy or whatever you know the whole bunch of stuff you could be doing but you're at least giving us some you, you listen to us and all the crazy shit that we be saying in your mind so thanks again um, once again www.5minutewarner.com you can check out all of our podcasts tell a friend um, definitely tell a friend to get on the podcast and stuff like that yo we appreciate all of you and with that being said, for AG and for Moby, we are out. We will see you again next Sunday. Also, the last thing I will say is go football team. We did it again, baby. Next week, Dallas. That's what it is. Peace. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. 
And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.